Hi folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know, as I say often on here, that you have a number of other things you could be doing, things that compete for your time and attention. So I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. We'll try and use it wisely. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and tell others about it, thank you so much. I'm very grateful for that. And let's see. Moved a little sand around. Have not shredded anymore. Have not gotten back in the garden, and the heat seems to continue to climb. So that's about it on the homestead so far. Chicks are still alive as of now. So we're going to go back to Tocqueville one more day. We spent a few days with him last week. Aha! Almost did it. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast, for the people that listen to it and share it. Be with them. Bless their families. Give us all a strong faith. Give us wisdom and courage. Guide our steps. Help us to do your will, Lord and all that we do. Watch over our nation. Watch over those who lead us, those who protect us. Give them a strong faith. Guide their decisions, our judges. Help us all look to you. Lord, and all that we do, and forgive us our sins as a nation. Forgive us when we turn away from you and as individuals. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So, Togville, one more day. Christianity is the companion of liberty in all its conflicts the cradle of its infancy, and the divine source of its claims. I think just based on what a poor job we seem to have done in education across the country for ourselves, for our children, we've forgotten this really what today would seem like a really radical thought, but what for our founding generation and, and even subsequent generations was really just kind of common sense. And that is that Christianity was tied to liberty at all points. That you couldn't have liberty without, you couldn't have the creation even of liberty without Christianity or, or the principles of Christ again. That's that's something I, I feel like 
really needs to be hammered home because you're going to hear the left really either ignorant or disingenuous people are going to throw back. Well, does that mean you think that there's, there isn't liberty anywhere else in the world besides in America or besides in a Christian nation? And, you know, I suppose if they forced a yes or no answer, which would be impossible almost, but I would say yes. Yeah, absolutely. And what I mean by that is kind of what we talked about last week on an individual basis. If a nation is doing something right, just like we talked about a person last week, if a nation is doing something right, there's no way that it's going against the principles of Christ. And if it's doing something wrong, there's no way as a nation, as a whole, that it's going against the teachings of Christ. And so, in order to have liberty, freedom, do you have to have Christianity? Yeah, even if you don't call it that. Even if you're using values or morals that are built into a completely different system, the bottom line, and, and I think I, I think I said this last week, the bottom line that really kind of irks a lot of people out there, uh, particularly uh, on the left, but, but even really on the right, there's a lot of people that, that want to be able to play this fiscally conservative but socially liberal fantasy. And that is that both as an individual and as a nation, if you're doing something right, good, moral, you can't help but be following the principles of Jesus Christ. Even if you sadly reject Christ as your Lord and Savior, which you would think that this would give you evidence to accept him, but even if you reject him, you're still following his teachings. And no matter, as an individual or a nation, no matter what you do, if you're doing something wrong, something immoral, you're going against those teachings and you can't get away from that. And so in that sense, yeah. And, and this is something that our founders knew and you, you could see the Tocqueville observed it. Uh, you know, that quote from last week, combine the notions, Americans combine the notion of Christianity and Liberty so intimately in their minds that it is impossible to make them conceive the one without the other. That's because you can't have one without the other. You cannot have liberty without Christianity, and you will not have Christianity without the increase of liberty. And I probably ought to go ahead and cover this because somebody's going to hit me on it out there somewhere. So they go, well, what about these old Christian nations back in Europe and all the serfdom and slavery and and all of the bad things that went on for so long where supposedly who were supposedly christian nations again men are not perfect the only one i, I can point you toward the only one that was i'm not him 100 percent, and and nobody else alive today is either or at that time but the the, the ideology the the principles are what are so important and so if you had a bad situation, if you had serfdom, 
being practiced or slavery or uh, oppression of people based on, you know, whether they're women or a minority skin color or ethnicity, where you came from, uh, whatever form of bigotry, if you inject Christianity, real true Christianity, following the principles of Christ, you know, like, like Jefferson himself talked about being a Christian in the truest sense that he followed the principles of Christ. If you inject that into any scenario, any situation, it's going to relatively make that situation better. And so that's, that's what I mean, just before I get hammered on that. Talking about our founders, they brought with them a form of Christianity, which I cannot better describe than by styling it a democratic and republican religion. From the earliest settlement of the immigrants, politics and religion contracted an alliance which has never been dissolved. And so this actually kind of this probably does a better job of explaining what I was trying to just then. This, there are places in the world where you have Christianity in form, but not in practice. Where you have organized religion, but not hearts that follow the teachings, the will, the commands of Jesus Christ. And so, even though we would say you have Christianity in such and such a place, what we really ought to say is that you have the outward appearance of Christianity. But the hearts and the minds of those people are not there. And what the Tocqueville is saying here is these people brought with them a Christianity that was the most friendly, I think, were Benjamin Rush's words, but at any rate, to democratic to republican forms. Right, this alliance between the two, you couldn't have a republic without those principles that were preached in those pulpits throughout the 1600s and 1700s up until the revolution and during and after. You, you, you could not have the creation of an American republic without those pastors, even ones that weren't American, right, like Whitfield. If you didn't have those men preaching those sermons, and, and here's a little bit of actual feminism maybe for you instead of the, the fake stuff today, and, and the women at home raising their children, enforcing those morals as they grew up, you, you couldn't have, you wouldn't have America. Couldn't have it, can't have it. That's why we're losing it today because we don't have that anymore. We do not have that fire preached from the pulpits, those tens of thousands of sermons. We do not have fathers at home women at home even more so raising their children, teaching them those morals. As a whole, folks, yeah, there's some exceptions. I know some of y'all that listen to the podcast are. But as a whole, we don't have that. And we certainly don't have 
the focus on spiritual matters that we have had at times throughout our history. Now, the encouraging thing is there's been times where we didn't have that focus either before, and we managed to overcome that, but we don't today. We have focus on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and TV and sports and sports and sports and Netflix and Hulu and Prime. Those are the things we focus on today. There's a interesting, it just kind of struck me the other day. Uh, and I've often said on here that sports is my weakness. That's why I tend to hammer it uh, the hardest because it's one of the one of the things that I have struggled with throughout my life. And there's been others as far as giving attention to, but I can sit down and watch college football for hours on end almost now, maybe not today because the politics, but in the past, uh, I'm not quite as big a fan. Maybe some of y'all are of the college baseball, but there was a world series recently. Uh, and, and I, I wonder how many kids and adults, maybe that's the worst part across the nation right now could rattle off the names of players on both of those teams and how many of those same children and adults could rattle off names of our founders or important people, our, our union generals, commanders, spies, you know, how many, how many know the names of both Adams or, you know, Whitfield that I said earlier, uh, just Governor Morris, right? George Mason, just Benjamin Rush. The list just goes on and on. John Jay, you know, how, how many of those names do we know Do we teach our children? And yet we, we know without hesitation uh, athletes. We'll read one more real quick. The Christian nations of our age seem to me to present a most alarming spectacle. The impulse which is bearing them along is so strong that it cannot be stopped, but it is not yet so rapid that it cannot be guided. Their fate is in their hands. Yet a little while, and it may be no longer. One more. An ostensible respect for Christian morality and virtue, de Tocqueville talking about what he found in America, and that almost all education is entrusted to the clergy. Uh, that hammers home a point, folks. There is no solution to our education problems today without putting God and the Bible back in the center. None. Zero. Every single solution will be temporary at best, and that includes school choice, which I am a pretty big proponent of. I think it's an improvement based on the scenario today, based on the fact that the government refuses to do its job, but, but it's not an end solution. It's not a permanent solution. The permanent solution is only to put God and Jesus Christ back at the center of taxpayer-funded education. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.